this is it. It's actually my due date. I woke up and felt that uh, my water had broken. Sorry, I'm having a contraction. I tried to go back to sleep. That didn't work. <laughs> Too excited. We'll see Anna. Be here in a matter of hours. The crazy thing about when my water broke is it broke exactly on my due date and I happened to have my 40-week appointment with the midwife exactly on my due date. With hypnobirthing, I had been practicing the meditations and the affirmations and deep breathing, special breathing techniques for weeks. And so I kind of already felt like I was ready. But it was weird because the day of, or at least that morning, I was so in my head thinking about things that it took me a while to kind of get into the zone. She's just started the transition phase, which is the acceleration phase of labor. So for women having their first babies, that um, might be 30 to 60 minutes until she's 10 centimeters. I remember being in the jacuzzi and really getting a sense that whoosh, these contractions are coming to a point where I knew it was time. And when I got out of the jacuzzi bath and the midwife checked me, you know, I was fully dilated. And they thought, okay, this could happen any time now, or at least by midnight <laughs> was what we thought. It wasn't quite what happened though. With hypnobirthing, many women don't need to push. It's just getting in tune with the body's rhythm. The contractions just kind of flow with your breath and the body expels the baby in a very natural way. So we tried that, <laughs> but after quite some time, we could see the baby's head, or at least her little hair, but she wasn't moving very far. Sienna's head was already in the perfect position, well, at least had descended far enough that she should have been able to deliver. But the way that her head was kind of rotated, it couldn't clear um, some of my pelvic bones. <sighs> okay, good push. What the midwife explained was we would go to the hospital and there was an obstetrician that would be on standby to kind of assess where things were. As much as I didn't want it before, I went ahead and had an epidural and decided to go ahead and have Pitocin to help get my contractions back on, on board. So what the doctor did was put on this little suction device so that with each contraction, she could just sort of help the head clear those bones. And then as she pulled her little head, after that, it was like the rest of it came easily, even her shoulders. What was bizarre was just, it felt like she just kept coming and coming and coming. She was so long. And they put her on my tummy and here she was, this little, little bundle of joy long and and slippery and cute and funny looking all at the same time. I thought that having an epidural would take away all sensation and all sensibility. Um, but I felt the contractions. Um, I was able to push with them. I was fully awake and saw 
all 21 inches of little sienna emerging. So in the end, it wasn't exactly as I planned, but I'm very, very happy with the outcome. The funny thing after a vacuum-assisted birth is that you'll see the baby kind of looks like a cone head. <laughs> All that suction um, creates something that's called a caput, where, you know, because the baby's um, head is still so malleable, you can actually get some of the tissue that gets sucked up into the form of kind of a cone. Um, fortunately, that goes away within a few days, and her little head was normal, actually, like, by day two. I had no idea that it was going to take nearly 20 hours to produce that little bundle of joy and that they were going to have to go through so much. You have no idea how hard it was. My poor father, <laughs> he was just very, very emotional to see his baby girl going through so much. You know, I was really grateful that my brother Gerald and my father's.